One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Sean, Karen, it's been a minute. How you guys doing? We're fine. We're hanging in there. Um, I walk everywhere and I also take the subway and I'm starting to feel like maybe that's a little gross. I walk a lot of places too. Sean doesn't know anything about that walking life, do you, Sean? So I'm revving my electric car. You don't hear the motor, right? There's, there's no motor in it. <laughs> there but, he is. Uh, but Matt, I just celebrated my birthday, bro. I came back. I was in the motherland, Africa. Wow. Did you go, great... were you in Zamunda or Wakanda? <laughs> I was in a combination of both. I was in the great country of Ghana. Big up to all the Ghanaian people listening on our show. I had a great time. Love your country. Definitely want to go back and visit again. Awesome. I hate to give it to you, but that's actually really cool. Thank you. Thank you. It's like you, you took a cool trip, not just a vanity vacation that we have to mock you for on the show. <laughs> you know we have to book for that. <laughs> I went back to the motherland, got a little, mm-hmm. got a little, dropped a little history, and I learned a lot. And it, it was great. That's another show, but I learned a ton of a lot when I was there for a week. So, yep, thank you, Karen. I had a great time. Good point. Great. That's another show. We 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 have, we'll have to come up with an angle where you can tell us more about that trip. But today we have a different topic. That's right. Electric cars versus gas cars, gas powered cars, we'll say it like that. Where do you guys stand on that? There's a lot to consider with all these mm-hmm. high gas prices. I know, Sean, you are pro Tesla. You, you mm-hmm. own a Tesla. You, you brag about your electric car status. I think it's time to talk about the battle between the electric car and the gas powered car. Where do you guys stand on this? What do you think? Well, I oh, want to you know- say. I want to say that this is a conversation for the elite. And if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, my God, I have a Metro card. I'm going to say that's okay, That's all right. Some of us are hoofing it. Some of us are subwaying it, protecting ourselves where we can. I know it's a dangerous world out there now. Oh, no, that's so scary. (laughs) Uh, I'm a delicate flower. (laughs) I prefer to. I'm so scared to ride my bike. But, yeah, this is a little bit of a next level conversation for those of us who've got it together. It's a bit aspirational. And on the contrary, like when you take the train by by theory, aren't you riding electrical? Like, aren't you? You're not doing something gas. I don't think so. The the trains are not gas run. They're they're like. Okay, well, good. 
Good point, okay. Sean. Yeah, but so electric is made them. from gas. But electric, electric is uh, well, how do you make electric? You burn coal. That's a whole other conversation. We're just going to stick with electric car versus gas car because all right, right. Let's let's look at let's draw the line. The verbs that what well, you don't want to know. Should I do it or should I not do it? I, and I have a lot of friends that call me up all the time, and people will email me asking me what do I think. And so I was like, let's just talk about it. And can you know, I ask you a question, Sean? Obviously. I just need to, I just want to cut to one quick, simple, easy question. What does it cost to fill up your electric? What's a tank of electricity cost? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, with Tesla has charging stations. And, you know, when they weren't so popular, you could get free superchargers on the Model X. And they actually stopped that now. But give or take, depending on where it is, it could cost you about eight bucks. to Eight bucks to fully charge. From not really? from your home. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot to consider than just the high prices and stuff like there's a quality of life that everybody should consider. You know, there's trade offs <laughs> that I want people to understand, you know, that you are so Tesla right now. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when I'm driving home in my Tesla every day and I see people waiting in the gas, that's so yesterday, like seeing waiting and pumping gas in the cold. And, you know, at, mm-hmm. when you, remember, too, when you charge your Tesla or you charge at an electric station, what's happening is you just plug it in. You sit in your car and watch Netflix. because Tesla gives you free Netflix. Or you do whatever you got to do. So or when I'm at home, you I see don't. people at the gas station. It's like a horse and buggy. Is that, is that what you're seeing? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, hey, why? And they're freezing. They're shivering. I'm like, why would they put themselves through that? Even when I get home. Usually, like, the great thing about a Tesla, if you're just doing, like, inner city driving where I am, you have enough current at your home. And even if it's just a regular 120-volt plug-in where you can just plug it in at home, it'll be kind of it, – it, it charges a slower pace with 120 volt, three miles per hour three to five miles per hour, but it gives me enough to get me back to work and for the next day. And I've actually upgraded now. I bought the um, 240 volt station because I in my house because I did some major upgrades to my house and I put in actually Tesla charging station, which gives me 30 miles an hour. So it's like, I got a full charge every day. I don't even have to go to the Tesla supercharging station. Like, Okay, but, 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 but. All right, we're skipping some things. So look, we're talking about electric versus gas, but, we're, but we know electricity versus gas, the stuff is not the only thing because you're talking charging stations, da 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 So what is the actual difference? Because most people are thinking, oh, okay, $8 for electric versus, you know, a million dollars for a tank of gas, but there's more to it. What is there? I mean, it's basically, do you want to pay... You want to support oil rich, oil rich billionaires, trillionaires, or versus- Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cat got my tongue, man. That potato, was potato. Touche, touche, my brother. But Sean, like, what about, okay, if you, like, let's say I want to buy a car now, I can go buy a used car, I can go buy a fresh car, I can go to any, to a car dealership, they're all over the place, I already know what to do. Tesla, you have to go to Tesla? Like, how does that even work? Yeah, it's actually, not, like, they're not, it's not just one-to-one. Yeah, you go online, you you fill, you, you put a pre-order in, and there's no negotiating, like, with with Tesla. And, 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 you know, there's not just Tesla, to be honest, just Ford has an electric car now, there's many other people that are doing electric cars, BMW has one. Um, you know, you can, you don't have to go Tesla. And to be honest with you, I don't want to say it too loud. This is probably my last Tesla. And then I probably more go traditional after this, because I think the other car manufacturers are catching up to Tesla. Mm. So it's not like you have to, so like in terms of just electric in general. So yes, the high end, the Tesla, it's a waiting list. And sometimes I was on a Tesla waiting list for months. You can wait months for the car, but you can go more like, like, like I said, you can go to Ford, you can go to other dealers that offer electric and and Audi, Audi is a great electric car. They may not be as long a wait. Is there a downside to the electric car? 
Um, you know, from my personal experience, one of the downsides is like a long distance commute, for example. Like when you're in a gas car, it's basically you stop for gas, you fill up 10 minutes and you're back on the highway. What mm-hmm. Tesla does and most electric cars is strategically, they obviously they're not going to have the charging stations at gas stations because that's a conflict of interest for the gas companies because like, hey, they want you to buy gas. So you have to really, they have a lot of them are contracted with malls. So the thought is like your car takes like 30 minutes to 40 minutes to charge. So the thought theory is that when your car is charged, you're going to go into the mall, hopefully shop, buy a few things and come out to your car. So usually they're off highway. You have to kind of go down a few roads if you're drilling long distance drive. And then there's that waiting time for your car to charge. So like for me, when I drive from New York to Canada, it's usually a seven to eight hour trip in a gas car with a with an electric car. It could be up to nine to 10 hours just because you have to stop a couple of times and charge your car. Mm. So there is that mm. downside, I feel, when you're doing long distance commutes. But if you're using for everyday working commute, I, I, there's only there's only the up, there's only an upside to it, in my opinion. But aren't they expensive? Like, aren't they just on average? Don't they just cost more? Like, if you're looking to find a car that's affordable for you, it's electric. Like, has it caught up to, you know, when, like, the first iPhone came out, it was so expensive and, like, only a few people had it. Like, the price comes down over time. But, like, are we there yet with electric? Well, to answer that question, the Blue, the Blue Book has the average electric vehicle around $63,000, which is $15,000 higher than the total average car market. Sean. But you- that is a lot. But you can get tax credits. They're great when they're available. Like, for example, the federal government has a $7,500 tax credit, and it was, and it was only available for the first 200,000 EVs sold by automaker. Both, but both Tesla and GMs have exceeded their limit. Toyota, Nissan, and Ford, Nissan and Ford are approaching their limit. So you can still get a federal tax credit uh, when you buy an electric car. Um, hybrids are available for tax credit, but it depends on the size of the battery. Hybrid sounds like a good way to go, though, if you're talking about like short commutes and longer distance, then, you know, why not a hybrid, especially for you, Sean, if you're driving it, if you're driving a Kano, is it a Karen remark? You it's a smart, in the middle. You motherly, in the, in the middle. <laughs> it is a Jewish and maternal and nurturing thing to say, to say, hey, electric seems great, but sometimes, and I'm going to say as a woman, it is not always, I'm going to say my, there's a safety concern associated with like, what if I run out of charge and it's the middle of the night and I don't know where I am and I have to go to mm-hmm. some random ass mall and charge my thing and you're vulnerable. That's this valid. is different for women. Valid. What do you got to say to that, Sean? Well, Karen, you know, if you use it as a date thing, you got 30 minutes to make out in the backseat of your SUV. Oh, your my car. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean. You Sean. have dismissed my concerns. <laughs> well, I think those concerns were valid, Karen. Thank so. you. But back back to your point, Sean, about the price. You, you mentioned that, you know, Blue Book has the average the electric vehicle at 63k you could buy a nissan sentra for twenty thousand six hundred and thirty five dollars and it'll get you to canada sean a bumpy road it will be (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying you can get a kia soul for twenty thousand five hundred and five dollars so i'm just saying with that and you can take the train for three dollars and 25 cents what is your point brother i'm saying (laughs) is this a i am bugetto i am bugetto and i'm very proud of my bugetto-ness you just made a great point. You're right. You can take the train to Canada too. I'm actually not seeing the point of a car at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off cars based on this podcast. <laughs> well, I do want to discuss one thing. People always kidding me about what about charging at home? Do you have an eight thousand dollar month bill, like because you're charging at home? Like, how does it affect you? Charging do they at do home? they have that dumb voice when they ask yeah. you about it? 
Well, I, that's how I interpret it in my head as a dumb voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll just tell you that I think that is the, to me, the best part of having an electric vehicle is to be able to charge your car at home. And there's two types of charging. There's level one where you can plug it into any outlet and it's a regular outlet. You just plug it in like normal. Like I said earlier, it's, it's a slow charge, three to five miles per hour at 120 volts. And for me, like my commute to work is about 10 miles there and go. So I, it gives me enough that I can get back to work. But if I have to like pick Karen up in Jersey, which is always harassed me, come pick me up or I can't do the in show. Jersey. So I, I can't do the show. So and then I go over my limb. And I'm pissed at Karen the whole drive back to Brooklyn because <laughs> she doesn't know now I'm going to mess up my charging pattern for the week. But, you know, that's a sacrifice I make. But then there's level two, which I said I've upgraded earlier, which which gives you 15 to 40 miles per hour. And it's a 240 volt, just the same thing that you'd have for a dryer type voltage. Um, and depending on who your electrician is and your configuration, that can run you as high as $4,000 to set it up. You know, they, they, my unit costs you 500, but it depends on what the electrical, like what the electrician is going to charge you to run the electrical and so forth. But wow. um, those Fine. are the pros and cons about, but plugging in, it's just a very convenient and you enjoy it because you never have to worry about your car not being charged when you go. It's like a cell phone, I would say. Except when your car is not charged, (laughs) then you really have to worry about it. (laughs) And then there's no backup. Like I, this whole conversation is, this whole conversation makes me number one, want to wait like 15 years, even consider an electric car and for the price to come down because eventually there will be charging stations everywhere and it will be safe for everybody. And you can set up maybe a home charging station. I mean, that's wild behavior to be like, $5,000 $5,000 to charge it at home, you know, you can go to the gas station down the street, no hassle, and fill up your tank, and then you're paying more, but for the convenience. So, you know, honestly, before, when we were looking at the writer for the show, before we got into it, my opinion was different. But now I feel like there's just a lot of stuff with electric cars. I get it. I get the environment. They're bougie. They're amazing. They're really cool. Um, and maybe for short stuff, it, like, could be valuable. But, like, what about the other stuff, Sean? I don't know. Oh, go ahead, Sean. No, what no, about the other stuff? Well, you're kind of sounding like our president. You know, people, are, we always go talk about <laughs> the outliers. You know, our president Biden was green, green, green. And we're going to cut emissions. We're going to do this. We want everything. We're putting all these electric initiatives. And then we get a little problem happening in the world. And all of a sudden now he's releasing more oil. He's going doubling down on fossil fuels. And, you know, there's always things that we just call life that could prevent certain things from happening. But are you I, trying to call the president a hypocrite? Is that what we're we going to <laughs> Well, you know, I, I haven't got my citizen yet. I'm still a green card holder. But if I was mm-hmm. a citizen, I would most likely say that is the case. Because he, he, when the going got tough and his back is against the wall, he was like, I'm putting more barrels of oil out there. And I think that is, is ridiculous. that is a ridiculous. That is a ridiculous. We're not, we're not a political is, show, but I think that I, is I, just a ridiculous. To, I needed to vent that. I needed to vent that. Sean, we that is disagree. Ridiculous. Yeah, the show disagrees. <laughs> like, with Sean, we down. We put out fossil fuels out there. You might as well start making coal. No, again. there's a even, war, Sean. Like it's not like everything is going great. It's peacetime and, and and the economy, everything's great, and and it's no pandemic. And he just decides, you know what? I know I said I want us to invest in green, but screw it. Let's just go. But no, there's emergency circumstances require mm-hmm. you to you know, maybe take a step back from your platform of what you were pushing and say, what's the best course of action for right now today to deal with today's problems? So, like, I, I don't think it's a hypocritical thing to deal with 
extreme issues that are going on affecting the world today. Such an electric car person, Sean. It's spoken like spoken like a Tesla owner. Because you know what, the rest of us gas guzzlers are like, yes, thank you for having the decency to admit to admit when you might be a little bit wrong, given the circumstances. It's not like oh, all things being equal, I'm releasing millions of barrels of oil. It's a different world than it was before February. I have a question back to the the topic. (laughs) One, One thing we didn't really touch on is. That with these electric cars, there are things to consider that aren't all the the the, the rosy outlook you painted. What about the batteries that that these mm. cars run on? Sometimes these batteries need to be re- replaced. What happens to all the old batteries? What what right. are we like? You know, like I, I don't think that we we think it's just better than for the for the world and for the you know the ecosystem to use these electric cars. But I feel like Sean, you're ignoring that there's other parts of this. So I, I 100% agree with the battery situation. And for what I do to combat the battery situation is that, is that I do not buy, I would not at this time own an electric car out of warranty. I always want there to be a warranty because I'm not going to sink the cost of, of buying a new battery if the battery goes. So mm-hmm. I would never, I don't think it's wise to keep a car, an electric car past the warranty. And they're gonna, they lose their value very quickly because technology mm-hmm. is changing so quick. So I think the only way to combat the battery issue in my in this current today could be something different tomorrow. If they get a better battery, is to don't keep it past the warranty. Well, then my follow up also to that another issue that we kind of didn't touch on is what about the supply chain problem? And, and I've read that the electric car industry is being affected heavily by the supply chain issue. So if I'm going to buy a car. How do how do you what do you feel about that, Sean Linda? Well, I've heard contrary, even when I spoke to Tesla, they're like they're saying that they're not really affected by the supply chain issue because the semiconductor thing is not really affecting their electric car like the, the gas cars are. These electric cars are not that hard to build. There's no engine, it's just two batteries on the side, and it's like, you know, it's, it's all CPU. Yeah, it's not like it's rent, it's not like it's not there's not Yo, ask to ask a car person. Okay, so I love I've been watching uh reality. TV <laughs> and there's, like, there's a car. Thing. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, let me there. There's a car. Car people would disagree with you so hard. There's this like go- fancy garage out in LA or whatever, and they make all these custom cars. And somebody wanted them to make a car electric, and they were like, "Yo, it was so much harder for them than the gas because they were like, it's electric. At least with a gas car, it, like makes certain noises, and you know what goes where. And electric's a whole other thing. Like, I I don't know that it's well, actually true that it's I, easier to put together. I don't like electric. I don't like to say the word too much, Karen, in front of because I think you're a very smart woman, but this time you're wrong. I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking out in hives because a lot of the car unions. Like uh, one of the mandates of Biden too was like all the plants go 100% electric versus gas. Like all the production of cars be electric, and the unions, the car unions, are strongly opposing it because it's it takes less man human labor to create an electric car than it does a gas car. So it would cause a mass. If we go all electric, people don't understand. It could cause like a massive layoff in the car industry because you don't need so many people to put together the car because they're not as complicated to put together. So you're trying to kill jobs. Actually, you are. Yeah, so that's why that's killer. a kind of, so it's a job killer. Like going all electric in the short term is a job killer. Unless these people that are making these gas cars are willing to go back to school and reeducate themselves and learn like the technical skills in creating electric car, but it would cause a massive layoff amongst the current workforce in the car industry if we, if we go all electric. All right. So where well, does that leave us? I think where that leaves us is 
we're going to have to do layoffs if we don't take a quick commercial break. So <laughs> everyone stay tuned. We are going to come to the conclusion of the electric car versus the gas car from the two black guys with good credit perspective right after this quick break. So keep it locked. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we have been chopping it up about electric cars versus gas cars. Sean is a proponent of the Tesla and the electric car uh, technology, the future of the electric car, the present for electric cars. So he's been selling us on that. Listen, nobody asked me, but I'm going to give my opinion. In my opinion... If there were a way to solve, number one, the price issue, number two, the charging issue, number three, the availability of charging stations, number four, how long it takes to charge, number five, how long you can get on a charge, um, and number six, the issue of not having the backup of like a little bit of fuel just in case your charge goes out for safety reasons, and the high price of implementation, I would say those are all things that I feel will be fixed with time, just like everything, just like when the first iPhone, when the first laptop, like remember how wildly prohibitively expensive those things were and they were crazy and only like 10 or so years later, it's normal and we all have them and it's not that bad. So I think that this technology is exciting. I'm glad that your bougie ass is enjoying it, but um, for the rest of us, I think it's going to take some time before it's genuinely adoptable. That's my two cents. Um, I'm going to lean towards Karen's take that we're, you know what? Let me not do that. I'm with you, Sean. <laughs> I'm going to say because, because we just need to probably turn the corner on fuel and just go all in because I feel like the whole gas and oil and all that, it, it just seems like from all I've heard and read, you know, it, it's, it, we can't continue to go down that path. I say, let's turn it. And, and, and I'm all in with, with the, the electric vehicle. And Sean, I think you should just explain more reasons why you're right. Well, I want to <laughs> quote um, one of the great prophets of the 1980s, underrated, great musician. He actually now resides in the island of Barbados. Karen, you, you may not notice who that, but you need to Google and look him up. What an I'm, intro. I, I'm, I'm talking about the great Eddie Grant, 
he had us prophesize this whole thing we by saying, brought love to Electric Avenue, <laughs> and then we'll take it higher. See, he was prophesizing what was happening today, and nobody caught on to that song. Well, so, I'm so I, you're gonna have to. That's because we need you. We need you to bring your boomer music to the younger generation, so we can learn those, right away. Learn those old lessons. I think we need to change his name to the Prophet Eddie Grant. <laughs> the Prophet Eddie Grant. He was talking electric in the '80s, and nobody understood what he was talking about. I get it now. So I'm gonna walk right down Electric Avenue, and then I'll park my Tesla. Okay, so that's what I'm, that's my takeout. And That's then you'll charge it for 48 hours so that you can drive 15 minutes to work. <laughs> I'm going to walk down to Atlanta. Walk. Yeah, the Atlanta. operative word is walk. Yeah, you, <laughs> you need to remix the lyrics. Your car is charging. <laughs> you need to work on the remix to that. I'm going to take a little stroll because my car is still charging and I can't drive anywhere down right now. Down to Electric Avenue. <laughs> Where it's all gas-powered cars. <laughs> so, so it sounds like, not to be wishy-washy, but if you got the funds <laughs> to go ahead and buy electric, like get you a Tesla, that's probably a great way to go. If you're a little more budget conscious, maybe you need to stick with the gasoline vehicles like for now. Like the rest of us. And I'll say I, around Brooklyn, around, around where I live, there's a lot of bougie Teslas because I think for city driving, it's probably pretty great. So if you're like a city driver going like a little bit here oh, and there, maybe not to Canada, then it might be right for you. I and so also if you're a little bougie and you want everybody in your neighborhood to know that you've got money like that, I say do it. So Karen, quick question. A guy pulls up in a Sentra, $19,000, and a guy pulls up in a Tesla. Both have a, they, they, they want to take you out. It, you know, are you, are you going with the gas? Or are you going with the electricity? Well, I'll say this. Uh, I would have vetted them before they pulled up. <laughs> the decision would have already been made. I will say, you know, like some like billionaires drive a Volvo or whatever because they're like, they're not about that life. Like it's so many moving parts here. I would say I would feel that out before. If it's this like humble person showing up in a center, my heart would be touched. And if it's like an eco-conscious billionaire driving up in a Tesla, I would marry him immediately and have his children. Like that. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's not, that's very straightforward for me. All right. Well, that brings this episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit to a close. It looks like we're a split decision, advantage, electric car, Matt and Sean voting for the electric car, Karen still holding on to the gas. <laughs> but, Love my uh, gas. <laughs> as, as I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And clearly electric is the wave of the future. So I'm ready to make that change. Um, I'm Matt Smith for Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis, a third of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. As I always say, it doesn't matter what you did. It only matters what you do next. My friend reminded me of it. She repeated it back to me yesterday, and I was like, that is a banger. If you want to get in touch with me, you can get at me, Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S, on everything. And if you want to ever come see me do stand-up, I post it on Instagram. So come check it out and say hi. I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And if you want to drop us a line, you can always drop us a line at tbgwgc at gmail.com. I just want to give a special shout out to all of our fans. You know, we always get these pleasant write-ups and surprises about our show, and it always puts a smile on our face. So we appreciate you guys for the love that we can, we've always continued to get throughout our show. Even when we changed it up and brought in Karen, 
we got a lot of love. So. <laughs> and shout out, shout out to the root. That's a compliment. That's the, not a, yeah, no, it yeah, is. Yeah. I'm shouting people out. Shout out to the root.com for the really lovely write up of us yeah. this week. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out on their website. It was really sweet and we appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate all the love that we get. I just want to say that it really bonds us, keeps us together. So that's it. That's all I want to say. And I'm out. Black guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.